Well, hey, Shalom Chavarim. That means, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Jewish Road Podcast, where we help Christians make sense of their roots so they can help the Jewish people make sense of Jesus. Now, my name is Matt. I'm here with my dad. Dad, say hello. Well, I would like to say Shalom Chavarim, too. Okay, not just hello. All right. Well, this is how this is going to go. You're going to be cantankerous right from the beginning, right from the get-go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. All right. That's, this is great. We're 10 seconds in, and we're already having a clash. Well, this is the big experiment. This is our first. It could be the last. Nobody might ever know. But we are here to start a podcast, and we are trying to tell a story. Um, and the story is that we're, we're a little bit unique, and we think we have a unique voice and want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, maybe you don't think we're unique, and that's why nobody will listen, but we, we maybe hope that you'll, you'll check in. So we're Jewish, right? You're Jewish. I'm we're Jewish. Jewish. I'm Jewish. I mean, we. I come from a long line of Jewish people. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to prove it. You just look at us. One look at us, and we're we're yeah. Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Look at some yeah. old family photos. Yeah. We're definitely. My whole Jewish. family came from Eastern Europe. Our whole family, Eastern yeah. Europe and Russia, a hundred percent Jewish. Now we're not just Jewish. We're a little bit more than Jewish. We're a little bit extra, uh, especially as. Our wives would say um, we're a little bit extra. There's actually several kinds of Jewish people, uh, different sects. So what are some of those different sects? Yeah, well, there are religious Jews and there are secular Jews. Religious Jews who try to believe and follow God. Um, they may be Reformed all the way up to Orthodox, ultra-Orthodox. Um, and then there are uh, Jewish people uh, who are just secular in the world, uh, kind of like uh, I was uh, in, in a sense, but I was very aware that I was Jewish, and I knew that. Um, so that's where, that's where we lived. And one day uh, I became a believer and a follower of Jesus, the Jewish Messiah. So we are actually called Messianic Jews. And that's ever since I grew up, yeah. that was the term that I used to identify myself. Yeah. Uh, but what, what does that actually mean, to be messianic? Well, that, that's what it was in our house. Uh, it, it's a term that uh, came into use probably more and more in the late 70s, 1980s. Prior to that, we were, when I first became a believer, uh, referred to as Hebrew Christians. Somebody said to me, have you ever heard Hebrew Christians, the term Hebrew Christian? And I said, no, it sounds like an oxymoron to me. But uh, we moved from that trying to explain who we were in this world of Christianity that we were all of a sudden finding ourselves in. Yeah, and then so some other people would say, well, you're completed Jews, and, uh, or mm. even fulfilled Jews. And, yeah. and the problem that a lot of the Jewish community would say with that is, well... Well, why, why do you think I'm incomplete? Right, what's wrong with me? So we're already starting off on a bad foot. It's bad enough that we actually believe in Jesus. It's even worse that now we're saying they're incomplete, we're complete. But we came, we came to a place where we really thought that it would identify ourselves accurately, more accurately, as Messianic Jews. And that's, uh, that's who we have uh, been and lived our life as. We live our life as Jews who believe in the Messiah. In Jesus the Messiah, Jesus specifically. The Messiah. Because even Jews today, and I'm sure we'll get into this many times, but the Jews today, all the Jews today, they're looking, they're waiting for Mashiach, the long-awaited Messiah. And what we have to differentiate, what we have to say is that he's come, and he's coming again. 
Right. Right. And so that that is a distinctive for us as Messianic Jews. But if we're Messianic Jews, if we believe in Jesus, then doesn't that mean we've stopped being Jewish and we're now actually Christians and we've converted? That's funny because a lot of people would like for that to be what uh, is true about us. We have Christians saying, oh, wow, great. Uh, you're, you're a part of us now. And, you know, we are, uh, but we have our Jewish community saying you're a part of them and you're not a part of us. That's right. And so what we have to remind people of is that when we put our faith in Jesus, we didn't stop being Jewish. Uh, we did a very, very Jewish thing. We believed in a Jewish Messiah, a Jewish who Messiah. was talked about from Old Testament prophecy, Jewish writers in a Jewish book written to the Jewish people to be a light to the nations, to the rest of the world. And so we have uh, these kind of two groups, right? And so we, we've We've, we've struck a chord with this metaphor, uh, and we talk about this Act 1 and Act 2. Tell me this yeah. story. It's as if the Jewish people uh, have bought tickets to a two-act play, and they went to the first act, saw the first act. At intermission, they got up, went through the lobby, went home, and we have Gentiles, Christians, who bought tickets to the same two-act play, they missed the first act entirely and went to the second act. And the both of them passed each other in the lobby at some point and never saw each other again. And the tragedy with this is that essentially we have both sides only hearing part of the story. And yes. what we're here to do is we're actually here to tell the whole story. Now, from the Jewish perspective living in and knowing that first act, they look at the second act, and Jesus is a part of that, and they say, well, Jesus is for them. What's wrong with that? He's not just for them. Uh, in fact, the Bible says that the gospel is, is for the Jew first, actually, and also for the Gentile, for the Greek. Now, but you grew up thinking that Jesus was for everybody else, not oh, for yeah. you. Uh, in my whole life as a kid growing up, uh, I was told from a very young age, um, <laughs> well, I remember playing when I was about 10 years old, playing with one of my friends, and I saw this little thing drop out of his T-shirt. We were playing marbles on the ground, and it was a little cross with a man on it, and I had never seen one of those. Uh, of course, growing up in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood in Brooklyn, uh, we didn't have any of those, and right. I asked him, what is that? And he said, it's a crucifix. <laughs> What is that about? Yeah, and <laughs> that, that was the look on my face, and he says, it's Jesus. And so I went home and asked my mom, uh, can I have one of those things just like Buddy has? <laughs> and after she picked herself up off the floor, she says, no, you can't. I said, why not? And she said, well, he's not for you. Yeah. And that's the way it was uh, for the rest of uh, my growing up years, uh, all the way uh, till I was in my 20s. So that's, that's, uh, that's living out of the first act, peering over the wall, looking at the second act and saying that's, that's their thing. Now, on the other side of that, in the second act, we have the Christian perspective. And a lot of the Christians will say, well, the Torah, that's, that's for them. That's old. We have the new. And, and not to say that, that Christians in the church don't know the Old Testament, right? So they know the David and Goliath story. They know the creation account, Noah and the flood, and they like Moses and the great escape out of Egypt. But that's not enough. Um, I, I think we, we have this surface level, and, and we're not saying this uh, as, as 
outsiders to the church. In fact, we find ourselves as both insiders and outsiders, but we also just want to say that that David and Goliath is not enough, that there is, when you actually dig in deep to the story, that there mm-hmm. are these hyperlinks, these bridges between that first act and second act, and they are dependent upon each other. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's interesting that uh, all of this information has been in front of Christians all along, and they've never seen it because they're blind to Old Testament integration and in the same hand, Jews are blind to New Testament fulfillment. So we want to bring that whole story uh, together so that uh, both sides have the full story. So our ministry, we started a nonprofit called The Jewish Road, where we're going to spend time. Part of what we're doing right here is this is part of what we're doing, is let's talk about these things. Let's educate one another, and let's talk about it. We want to actually be a bridge um, we, and you know, having been in ministry in a church for the last couple of decades, uh, all of my Gentile friends in the church said, Matt, you're a pastor, but you're Jewish. And then our Jewish friends would say, you're Jewish, but you're a pastor. And so we want to serve as, as a bridge for all of those. And so, uh, it, because we need each other and we need some help. And so w- one of the main kind of targets and what we're, we're aiming for is, you know, if, if you go up to a, a, a a Gentile person, and this is a question that comes up for us a lot, um, we'll have a well-meaning Christian that wants to reach out to a Jewish friend, and they will say, uh, I want to reach out. I have, a, I have a, a, a neighbor. I have a friend. Everybody has a Jewish friend. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like all conversations, they always start like yeah. that. Yeah. I have this friend who's Jewish. Yeah. How do I reach out to them? Yeah. And they want to start with the Roman road, right? Romans 3.23, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. But if you try to take a Jewish person down the Roman road, it leads to a dead end. So what do you actually do? We thought that the Roman road, if that's going to lead to a dead end, we ought to take them down a Jewish road. Uh, Since uh, all of the scriptures and the prophetic scriptures point to the Messiah, uh, we we thought that we should take them down that road beginning in the Old Testament, just like Yeshua did in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, at the end of the book, he took them through all of the prophets and Moses and the law and everything that was written in the Old Testament and shined a light on it. And it's amazing that in the Gospel of Luke, the Messiah who's there is taking them through the Old Testament. Well, where else would you expected him to take them? Uh, the New Testament hadn't even been written yet. So, of course, he's going to take him, them through all of those uh, passages that referred to himself. And so we want to be a resource. And so that's that's the beginning of what we're doing. And so we have actually written a document that actually helps people to do that. Um, we have a website. It's thejewishroad.com. And if you go there, you can download a PDF that we've written. It's called The Jewish Road, Five Keys to Bringing Jesus to the Jewish People. So you can go on our website, uh, give us your email, we'll send it to you, and uh, you'll be able to read it. And it's a start. I mean, there's so much out there. There's books and volumes about all of this. Uh, your, your entire, one of your many master's degrees was just in how do you reach the Jewish people. You know, it's interesting because uh, what, uh, what, what we see is that uh, the Messiah gave to the disciples this great commission and what we have found in the midst of that is really the great omission, <laughs> and that, uh, that the omission is that the church does not take the gospel 
often to the to the Jewish people as it should. And, and you know, as far as the Jewish people are concerned, it's not a problem for Jews at all. Um, they would love for you to leave them alone. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, the story of the uh, old rabbi in Fiddler on the Roof, and they asked him, uh, Rabbi, is there a proper blessing for the Tsar? And he said, a, a blessing for the Tsar. Let me see. May the Lord bless and keep the Tsar far away from us. You know, and so that uh, it has been kind of how things have gone through a lot of church history uh, for the last 2,000 years, and what we want to do is bring that back so we can talk to the Jewish people. So we're doing a, a podcast here. We're launching this podcast. This is the first episode, and so some of the things that we'll be talking about, we'll talk about Jewish holidays. In fact, that's the first kind of big grouping of stuff that we're going to get into because the fall is the fall feasts, and we're going to jump into that. What is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, uh, Tabernacles, or Sukkot? Um, we're going to keep you updated on what's happening in Israel, and boy... There's a lot happening now. That's right. Uh, and why, why should you even care? Uh, and why, why is Israel, this tiny little nation the size of New Jersey or Lake Erie, constantly on the front page of the news all the time? Um, and we'll do virtual podcast tours of Israel. While we can't get there now, uh, we want to be able to give you a sense of what that land looks like. Um, and then uh, how to reach out to the Jewish people. What does that look like? And what are those connections between Act 1 and Act 2? And of mm -hmm. course, we don't want to be... <laughs> what, what's the laugh for? <laughs> I, got a, got, I got an idea what's coming. Okay. <laughs> you know, and we're, we're going we're gonna to be ourselves here. Uh, as much as we'd love to be professional... Um, Dad, you're going to forget to talk into the microphone from time to time. Oh, yeah. You, you, you constantly, you know, have these <laughs> coughing fits, and we're just going to let it all play. We're not going to edit this. But one of the things that we love about being Jewish is we're funny. Uh, now, some of it feels we, we have a lot of fun. We, we do have a lot of fun. Um, and so we, we, there's a whole kind of category of Jewish humor. And if you have never kind of jumped oh, into that pool. Love, love Jewish humor. Right. And, and some of this is like you're going to probably hear for the first few jokes that we tell you and oh. say, I don't get it. But over time, just stick with us and you'll get it. So let's give them a taste. Do you, do you have a little bit of well, Jewish I, humor? I, I love stories, Jewish stories. And, uh, you know, we, we are a people who love humor and uh we'll even uh do it at our own expense um you know for example did you ever get a jewish telegram no what is yeah that? well to start worrying details to follow oh boy see that's <laughs> was that yeah. was that your offering for today uh, well how about this okay a jewish boy comes home from school tells his mother ma i've been given a part in the school play and the mother says, that's wonderful. What part is it? She says, I play the part of a Jewish husband. And the mom frowns and says, you go back and tell that teacher you want a speaking part. <laughs> okay, I like that. Typical, that's good, that's good huh? Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Okay. Well, uh, here we go. Until we officially get all this going and everything's happening, what, what can you do in the meantime? Let's say that we have somehow 
in the last 15 minutes, you've just said, this is it. I love everything about this. What do I do next? Uh, check out our website, thejewishroad.com. And on there, you can find out more about what we're up to. You can get connected to, we do blog posts every once in a while. We'd love to say once a week, but we just we can't make it happen all the time. Uh, upcoming speaking events and uh, donating to the outreach and stay up to date. Uh, we have an Instagram page. You can go to our account there, at The Jewish Road. And any questions or requests for us to come out to you, uh, you can get us. You can email us at shalom at thejewishroad.com. Shalom at the Jewish Road. Is, was there ever a more Jewish email address than that? Well, what do you think? I think, that, I think that's great. That's a, Hopefully that's a good start. And... Uh, we would love to hear from all you folks. So thanks for listening. There's certainly more to come. And until then, Shalu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We will see you next time. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.